0: Today on JetCast, I discuss the Aaron Rodgers trade and the upcoming draft with Jets YouTuber Greenbean. JetCast Shop is the only place to get official JetCast merchandise. You can buy t-shirts, hats, water bottles, and much, much more all of our items are high quality order online and have your product shipped right to your door check out the latest gear today at shop.jetcastpod.com jetcast nation welcome to episode 17 i am your host pat and you guys should know who this is this is green bean how you doing buddy
1: what's up man happy to be here thanks for having
0: me on hey so how has your off season been treating you so far
1: you know what? Honest to God, it's been a weird off season. I feel like uh, number one, you know, look, we're all hostages with this Aaron Rodgers thing, yeah, so it's yeah. kind of weird. But we're used to, you know, the Jets having these crazy off season, like we're the off champs, and it's been a little bit more subdued, uh, which has has kind of caught, it's made me you know slip into a little bit of a lull. Which is unlike yeah. I mean twenty five years straight it's been like madness in the offseason. This year feels calmer for some reason.
0: I'm relaxed. I don't know what that is. You know, it was it was kind of pushed off a little bit because we were for the first time since twenty fifteen, we were in it in December still, crazily enough, even though we were losing <laughs> games. So like my mock drafts and my, you know, scouting of what's happening uh, with the, the new guys coming in all got pushed off because we were actually like in it. Usually by Thanksgiving, you know, yeah. you can see everybody doing mock drafts on Twitter. So it was a little crazy. Um, so let's just get right to it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, do you think it's going to happen this week? Do you think it's going to happen during the draft, day two of the draft, after the draft? What, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I'm a firm believer that uh, while there might be some kinks or whatever, little details or whatever that they hmm. might still go back and forth with, I'm a believer that this is about maximum splash, maximum income potential. So stretch it out. And the biggest boom they could make is during the draft. And that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, you know, Rick Spielman, the former GM of the Vikings, came out last week and said, like, almost, he almost like, come on. Like, what are we, you know, what are we talking about here? Right. So they're going to do it on the draft, just like Philly did last year. And, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a big, huge thing. The most eyes are on it at that moment. So I think it'll probably be a uh, day one, if not day one, you know, let's say they're not going to flip picks or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's day two and we give them pick 42 or 43 and then we find out whatever else. I think it's going to be done on the draft uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but that's what i'm I'm really strongly believe that's when it's going to take place right
0: i I'm at the point now where I'm just like, get it get it done, you know, just stop yeah. stop you know dragging us along. you know I do trust Joe Douglas and I don't think he's going to put us in a bad position, but um if they flip thirteen and fifteen i I could care less. I just at this point I want I want to see it get done um, yeah. I do think it's clearly it's going to be a second round pick this year um just because there is no third round pick and then next year um i think i keep seeing it's going to be a conditional the packers from what i've seen want a first rounder in 2024 but joe douglas wants to have that on a sliding scale based on i guess whatever whatever we do um do you kind of see the same thing with with next year's picks do you think it'll be a sliding scale um what are your thoughts on the idea of that give back pick in 2025 if Rodgers doesn't play two years
1: yeah I think uh, number one I think Rodgers is going to play two years and I mm. think uh, um, I mean maybe I'm wrong you know we we can't you know uh, you know the Packers have been dealing with you know and their fans have been dealing mm. with the Aaron Rodgers situation for a while now and we're new to it so mm. but I do think that it's going to be two years especially if he comes here and and they're successful you know, we have a good squad. We have a good culture. We have a good team. And you know, everybody, we have Robert Sala who, you know, look, his time management might, you know, still need some tweaking and some mm. things like that. But he's he's a very well-liked uh, coach for the most part. Players like to play for him. And, and he's motivational and all those kinds of things. And I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to enjoy it here. Hackett's here. Lazard is here. Um, so I think he'll stay two years, but I also think that Joe Douglas is going to get what he wants right. for the most part. I mean, look, you, you, you gotta pay. I mean, we're not going to walk out of this, giving them a, a fifth, you know, that's just not real. Right. So right. I do think that that first that you mentioned is going to be on some sort of scale. Like you said, like we win the Super Bowl, they get a first fine. That's all well and good. If he retires, then yeah, I mean, you can get a second or what, what, you know, whatever it might be. And then we get a fourth. Something in that range, I think Joe Douglas is going to get that. And the truth is, I think it makes sense. It's like, look, we're eating all this money. We're saving you from one of the most ridiculous contracts that I've ever seen, man. I mean, we've gone through this thing with a fine tooth comb. How could you ever write up a contract that puts you in a position To have 90 million dollars in or to say you know in dead cap it's like who does that there's no good organization would do that so they made the contract we're saving you from it that has to have value as well
0: yeah realistic expectations for this team though with aaron Rodgers, where i think realistically um next year um divisional rounds possibly championship rounds and then the second year as long as he's here i think it's it's boomer bust it's it's a championship or 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 a failure that year that that's where yeah. i'm at where, where where are you at
1: well i think if we can make it to the championship game i think that we can make it to the super bowl now we have the chiefs right i mean the chiefs are right they're no <laughs> the chiefs are the chiefs the chiefs are the chiefs man and and they're 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 hardened i mean they're they're groomed they're they know what they belong there, so beating them is going to be tough. That said, I mean, look, we're bringing back most of our defense, at least where it stands now. Who knows after the draft what they do if they if they start dropping guys or whatever. But the way it looks right now, I mean, we lost, you know, Carl loss. I'm sorry, um, uh, Sheldon Rankins, Nathan Shepard, maybe Vinnie Curry, you know, Quan Alexander. So we're losing a few guys. <clears throat> Excuse me, but they're the main. Pieces that that we kind of look at as our pillars are all coming back, and it was a top five defense. They're yep. coming into year two in the system. Some guys year three in the system. Quinn and Williams coming into his own, and on and on and on. And then you got the offense. Now without this 32nd-ranked quarterback play last year. I mean, we're a playoff team already. Mm-hmm. So to bring in an Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. I think the sky's the limit. And look, it all comes down to health and chemistry and all those things. But I, I really do believe that we have the potential to make some real noise. Like you said, divisional round, championship round, you know, uh, game, whatever. But if we can make it there, I believe that we have the chance to make it to the Super Bowl. And and I think, uh, I think that's kind of what I'm... What I'm looking for, I'm looking for that championship, Super Bowl kind of a thing uh, for this team.
0: Right. So obviously, the last few years, we've all we. I feel like Jets teams in general have always, at least recently, fallen back on their defense. The defense has always been the strength of the team, even going back to Rex, um, except for that um, odd year, that odd 2015 year where Ryan Fitzpatrick played out of his mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you would hope that that continues, but I I do worry about the D line. I do think we're thin there. We missed out on Fletcher Cox. We missed out on Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell was even getting messaged by Aaron Rodgers, "Hey, come here win a Super Bowl." Um which is just mind-boggling that Aaron Rodgers is messaging people to come play for the Jets with him. Yeah. <laughs> just I, my my brain hasn't fully wrapped wrapped around that yet. Weird. It is weird. It's it's very weird. Um what do you, what do you think they do at, at D line? Do you think do you think they plug in some holes in the draft? Um, is there someone else out there that you think that they could get to try and because to fit this rotation? Because, um, you know, obviously Quinnen. I don't think Quinnen actually gets paid this year. They, they think they're going to work on the, on the off season because they you know they don't have to pay him just they you know picked right. up his fifth year. Um, what do you think is going to happen at at, at D line?
1: Well, I mean, look, our D line was studly last year, right? right? Would you agree with that? So oh, absolutely, all we, right. All we really lost was Sheldon Rankin to Nathan Shepard. Am I am I missing somebody? I know Bryce well, they, Huff signed his tender.
0: They they do, but they you know the idea uh, with solid was was rotating those bodies and uh-huh. keeping everybody fresh. And now you have two less bodies to to stick in there. Um, I'm yeah. that if I had to point to any point in the defense where I think is probably the thinnest, you know, safety. Um, not so much with the Clark signing now, but, uh, I do think the D line needs to be addressed what, somehow. And I just don't know how yeah. that's going to happen. Well, I, I, I do agree, <clears throat> but I'm not as, I, I wouldn't
1: say I'm worried. I think there's a mm. process we brought in Quentin Jefferson, uh, which is, I mean, he's, when you look at the statistics, mm-hmm. uh, he's very much on par with Sheldon Rankin's, uh, you know, there's, you know, he's a little better here. Sheldon ranks a little better there, but they're very, very similar And getting him, I mean, you know, his his own quote is getting back into an attacking defense is kind of more his comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a good signing and it takes care of 50 percent of what our what our concern is. And I think the Jets have every intention on using uh, one of their, you know, their draft picks on the defensive line. The great news with that. Is that, you know, look, if we end up keeping both seconds, let's say they, you know, let's say it doesn't happen. The Aaron Rodgers thing doesn't happen. And we keep both seconds. They're going to use one on a defensive tackle. If they right. don't, you know, if we end up sending a second and we wait till the fourth, the great news is we're kind of looking for a run stopper. Run stoppers, fourth, fifth, sixth round are are not exactly, um, you know, it, it's it's well, that's not what like Nathan Shepard
0: was, was late round pick. Right. and He has a big body so, in the Roger middle. Tassi.
1: But parentNode yeah. is sick. Yep. You know what I mean? And and those types of guys. Plus we have Tanzel Smart. Who who I'm not going to I'm not going to try to say, "Oh, Tanzel Smart he's some guy to hang your hat on." But he's also been here for a couple of years and he's, you know, being developed. And that's what you want to see a team doing. Like you want to see guys stay around, late round picks, mid round picks, undrafted free agents. You want to see a team that can groom them. Guys like a Sherwood, like a Tanzel Smart coming up through the ranks and making an impact. And I think that 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 also can't be forgotten. Again, not to count on Tando Smart, but he's here as well, and I happen to like him mm-hmm. as a player. So I think we're going to use a draft pick on a defensive tackle. We also did bring in Quentin Jefferson, so that rotation is still intact. I mean, we have Jermaine Johnson, we got Quentin, we have you know uh, you know uh, Michael Clemens, Carl Lawson. Like all the guys are still here in in many respects. And don't forget, free agency isn't over. I mean, after the draft is when a lot of teams kind of see what they can do, what they need, and then they start plugging the holes uh, after that. So I'm not – I wouldn't say I'm concerned. I'm with you that it's definitely one of our needs, but I think that we're going to be fine post-draft. I think we're going to feel a little bit better about it.
0: Okay. Um, other side of the trenches. Do you think it's a foregone conclusion that they are going to take a offensive lineman at thirteen? Yeah, well, it's funny
1: cuz I I I did two shows this week and uh not that I'm an insider cuz I'm not, right? But I have a few people that tell me things that are mm. that are insiders. And um so I got a call on uh what was it? Wednesday. Uh just a just a call. I don't know where hey, you want you want some news? I said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do." And one of the things that they told me was that the Jets are absolutely eyeing a tackle in the first and a center. Now, the centers that they're looking at are, I mean, they're looking at a few, but the ones that are up top happen to be John Michael Schmitz yep. and Tipton, interestingly enough. Oh, really? I, I thought it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought it might have been Stromberg or, I mean, whoever. You know, Avila's pretty, outside of Schmitz, Avila's kind of my guy. I really like I really like him. But they, and I think they do too, but Tipton is kind of their number two. I, I like him too. So now, in the event, the tackle that, Let's say that they have two tackles with the first-round grade for 13, Whether whatever. Um, if they're both gone, they more than likely won't have an issue just bumping it over to the center. They need a center. Mm-hmm. and uh, Granted, it might be considered a reach by some, but I've been told that the Jets aren't really looking at it like that. They know what they need. And they know what they want to get. They know the guys that they're eyeing. And if the tackle isn't there, which is again my my source. And I talked to Connor Hughes last night. He corroborated. He said, Absolutely. Mm. That's what I'm hearing as well. Right. So because I cause I asked him, I said, this is what I was told. How do you what do you see? What do you hear? And he said, That's exactly what I'm hearing. That the Jets are eyeballing a, a specific tackle. If he's not there, they might move. Uh, to a different position. So it's from what I hear, it's, it might be center. We might all think that we reached, but if they can't slide back and they want their guy, they're going to grab their guy. And I think that's smart, man. Like if you think there's a center, that's just, uh, you know, in a league of his own, let's say he's the best. Yeah. You'd like to slide down to maybe 1920 and grab him. But if you can't, you still grab him. And I think that's a safe bet. So, yeah, I think tackles what they're aiming for uh hopefully one of the, you know the guy that they like is there and we can grab him and then wait till the second and grab our center whether it's Tipman or whoever mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah i think offensive line we're going to see it man we're going to see a tackle and a center brought in
0: yeah i don't think Skoransky makes it past the eagles so i think they got a shot at Paris Johnson. um or if you know i would i would say those are the top 2 and then darnell Wright is is 3 underneath that um mm. like broderick jones Um, I would put him underneath Darnell, right? I put him fourth. Mm, Interesting, but um, you know, if if we're on this, if if if, you know, if I wish to be a fly on the wall in those in those draft meetings, me too, man. Yeah, um, I do worry having a rookie center with Aaron Rodgers though, um. I don't know your, your thoughts about that. I know they were kind of in on Ben Jones trying to get him. I, if if we don't end up getting a center, I think we got to try and get McGovern back uh, for, you know, whatever, whatever he would take. Not not just because he's an all world center, but he is a veteran center and he, he does know what he's doing. So I yeah. do worry about having a fresh rookie, um, you know, hiking the ball to to Aaron Rodgers. You know, they the two of them have to be on the same page. We've been, blessed as jeff fans to have really uh, a long line of great centers um uh, i know going back uh, uh before my time but um you know for my lifetime was always uh mawai and then and then nick mangold you know right. nick Mangold was the, was the stalwart and he was probably the one of the smartest guys on the team so oh yeah um i, I do worry having a, a rookie there um do you have any concerns concerns about about that only, <clears throat> only if they
1: decide to wait till the fourth or something like mm. that. But like, look, let's look at the two most recent examples. I mean, you got uh, Linderbaum last year. He did fine in front of uh, in front of um, uh, Lamar Jackson and and Huntley. You know, he was great uh, last year. Before him, you got Creed. Uh, well, what would I say? Yeah, Linderbaum and then Creed Humphrey. Mm. They had no problem putting him in front of Mahomes, and he did fantastic. I mean, he made every mm. Jets fan. Furious that we didn't take them. You know, we had an opportunity to take them, and uh, so I mean, I think when you're when you're looking at the premium guys, and there's usually two, you know, one, two, three at the most, like those premium guys. If we're gonna get them, like for example, if we get John Michael Schmitz, I have zero concern, and that might be look. You might run into a, a blip or you know here or there. But again, I think when you're bringing on that that you know those premium type centers, I don't really have that concern. Now, if we wait till the fourth or fifth, and we're getting like a guy that's good but needs a year, yeah, then I'm concerned, and I would say bring on McGovern. I don't have a problem bringing McGovern back, or Ben Jones for that matter. Anyway, just to have him, man. Like, let's say, uh, you know, the rookie wins in camp, but the first two games he looks like he's sporadic, he's he's, he's overwhelmed, and you can just kind of back up and just, you know, put him on the back burner and, and bring in the, the vet, I think that's a good idea. But uh, McGovern, I mean, he's still out there because he's probably, you know, probably pricing himself out and he would have to more than likely come down uh, significantly. I mean, you look at spot track, he's a 13.5. No center's got anywhere near that in the offseason. So I don't think that's real. At the same time, you know, they have to they have to see where that is. I mean, if he's going to want 10 million and they're looking at like four, Or something like that, then there's obviously a wide gap. But as far as like using that, you know, 13 or 42 or 43 on a center, I'm not really that concerned. The only concern I do have is that that stretch of teams from 33 to 42, there's like four or five teams in there that could realistically take a center. So then you're left with center six. Then I have an issue. You know what I mean? Then it's like, okay, this is a little spooky. But if we jump up like we did last year a little bit, just jump back into 29, 30, something like that, and grab your center, I think uh, I think we're going to be fine. I,
0: I would love that. You know, the last few, the the, the last two drafts, it was always, you know, he, let's just be honest. He, he's hit beautifully, I think, on the last two drafts. So we're finally I mean, at a point where we have our pieces and we can start, you know, putting in putting in those little blue chip players where we need. So, um, yeah. So, what are you doing for the draft? You're going to be streaming again with uh, Ryan and Matt, I
1: assume? Yep. Yep. I'm going to be, uh, by the end, we're going to be completely fried and exhausted. (laughs) That is a long ass stream, man. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's so fun. Uh, You know, it it really is. I mean, I thoroughly enjoy it. This is our fourth year doing it over on Ryan's channel, Jets Talk 24 7 with Matt. And, uh, but it's such a good time. But I'm like, last year, we didn't have any picks past the fourth. So, Mm We streamed the rest of the draft that we were talking about McDonald's fries versus Burger King. I mean, it was like, it just, we had nothing. So by the end, it was like we were done. And at, le- le- at least they jumped
0: back up and got JJ. So you had at least that. You weren't just waiting for everything to happen. Yeah.
1: Well, the for the beginning of the draft was fantastic. That day mm-hmm. three though was long, baby. Let me tell oh, you. I'm sure. So this year, I mean, look, we we have a sixth. You know, you know. So we're who knows if we use them to jump up or. But currently, at least we have some picks all the way to the sixth round. So at least we can. We can have something to talk about, and but yeah, it's a good time. I mean, last year we had over a hundred and ten thousand people in there. Wow! So this year, yeah, this year we're hoping to grow, and yeah, so that's what I do, man. You know, we're gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm there for the entire draft. It's gonna be a good time.
0: Right. Well, I want to thank you for uh, hanging out with me today. I'll have, uh, I'll have your uh, channel in the description of the video. Any last words?
1: Yeah, I think Jets fans just know, man, look, it's hard for us to believe. It is. I get it. I've been around a long friggin' time, mm. but it's it's time. Like, you can look, you can see it. We have people running the organization that know what they're doing. I mean, not perfect, but it's totally different. It's time to start believing and having some faith. I think that even us having that faith will give that – it helps. It helps the whole thing. And I think the 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 more positive we are, the better team we're gonna have. So let's everybody start believing, and let's watch some good ass football, man. Starting with the draft, going into the season, baby, I'm ready.
0: All right, thank you, and uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one in in a week. All right, thanks for having me.